0: Welcome to the Cooler Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Smiley. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're not so new, welcome back. And if I'm welcoming you back, please be sure to leave a review. Hit us up on the social media pages, all that jazz. Today's guest, I'm bringing, broading, it's twee. (laughs) What's up, dear? Hey. hey. Welcome back to the pod. I really, I wanted to start it. Uh, I couldn't remember how the song goes. Oh my God! We Are got you a, trying to get up here? We got a dog just trying to get into on the podcast. Come on, get on up. Let's go. <laughs> Literally,
1: she waits until we start recording. God. All right. Yeah. I was, ta- I
0: was trying. to think of uh, the song. What? Um, the Jersey Shore song. I was gonna sing it. Get crazy.
1: Get wild. Let's, let's party. Get, get loud. You want so some, to do, do something? You want to have a party? Um, yeah.
0: guys, I have an announcement. <laughs> 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 I. Have finally watched the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I'm on season five now, and I get it. No,
1: we're on the last season, season six. We're on
0: season, s- oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sue have been binge watching the Jersey Shore. For
1: the past like two and a half weeks.
0: So if anyone's been wondering why there hasn't been consistent Cooler Conversation podcasts, <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's because we've been watching the Jersey Shore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> been watching the Jersey Shore. Yeah, I get it. I completely get it. Yeah. I understand why people were watching it. I fought it for the longest time. That's funny. Um,
1: I literally watched it while it was on air. I, it was one of it was my only favorite trash TV show on TV. It was the only thing I ever watched.
0: Yeah, I think uh, so far, though, I, if I was to make uh, an estimate or my opinion, mm-hmm. the first season's the best. Yeah, I don't like the later season. I mean, Miami's okay. Yeah, once they get famous, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, especially when, as we've noticed, the crowds outside. Yeah. Are just waiting and watching. It's weird,
1: them. it's just weird.
0: Yeah, especially when they're like they're trying to almost ignore the fact that they're famous. Yeah, it's like it's
1: like you can see people like chasing them basically when they're on the boardwalk.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I just I can't believe it. I can't believe I actually am watching The Jersey Shore. I I'm drawing a line though. I don't want to watch the family reunion.
1: That's fine. I'll watch it.
0: You can watch it. The reason why is I just feel like I. I've wasted some of my life <laughs> uh, watching it.
1: It's good entertainment.
0: It's, yeah, I know, but I think that's...
1: I want to watch the family reunion because I want to see what they're like now. That's what I want to know. I mean, this is... Season six is like 2014. Like, this was years ago. I want to see what they act like now.
0: What do you think they act like now? Cause I we,
1: feel like they, they have, like, parent problems now and marriage, you know... You know they're all married now. Well, half of them are married. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like it's not the same mentality as they used to. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like in this season, Snooki literally is pregnant. So, and we know that in this season, Dina has met her husband. Yeah. Like that's who she marries. That's who she has kids with. Um, and Jenny has recently. Divorced roger and is engaged again but like i don't know it's just i think it'd be interesting to see how they act now
0: i think uh after all the years i think the the idea of seeing them even more i think that's why i like this the first season it was yeah i mean
1: i'll watch the first the first season of the family the family reunion and see how it is and then if it sucks i won't watch it
0: if you were to be in a um in a trash tv show Mm -hmm. which one would it be
1: I'd be in the Jersey Shore.
0: You'd rather be in the Jersey?
1: Yeah. What other trash TV show would I want to be in? Whenever
0: do? we started.
1: <laughs> I would never be in the Bad Girls Club. We tried I watching that. I wouldn't it. last. I'd be like, you guys need to go to therapy because there's a lot going on there. Uh, they
0: fight <laughs> physically more.
1: Yeah. Um, and they're just awful. Like, just very poor characters. But, Yeah. I don't care for The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Never watch those. They're too yeah. scripted for me. Um. And I'm not into dating shows like that. I don't know. Yeah. I have a that's an unpopular opinion of mine is I don't watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette.
0: I honestly just would like honestly I'd just be down just working at that t-shirt shop. Yeah. I think that would be fun.
1: Yeah, Danny seems like a pretty cool guy.
0: Pretty chill guy just selling t-shirts all day.
1: Big entrepreneur.
0: But other than that, um, congrats on you for uh, starting the process of a two-week notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: This coming up week is going to be my last week.
0: Let's talk about uh, how, um, how you have problems quitting.
1: Um, <laughs> like putting in my notice? Yeah. The stress. Yeah. I had like literally had anxiety Trust. over putting in my notice. Why? And I had all the right reasons because the way it was handled. So
0: wait, why, why is why was it stressful for you to because put in your two weeks notice? That's it's like a fantasy. I, I feel literally
1: read articles where I am not the minority in this. I most people feel anxious to put in their notice because your job is so personal. Like I've been there for three years. Yeah. I like put in a lot of. I mean, it is personal. That's your. That's what you spend most of your days doing you know is working whatever your job is doing whatever you're doing contributing to whatever you're contributing to you know in your company that you work for and it just felt very personal like I was it literally felt like a breakup it felt like I was telling the company I was in a relationship with that has so many stakeholders like it wasn't just the company it's like my boss and then other people and just like saying like I'm no longer going to be working here anymore like i'm leaving to go pursue other opportunities it just it's very personal i literally read an article and it said it perfectly it was like our jobs are personal and this is why we feel so anxious about it Mm -hmm. because it's like a relationship and like my boss has been my boss for three years she was my boss since i started there i like reported into her and you know i got my promotion and continue to report into her yeah so it's just and she's like my mom's age so
0: it's like telling your mom you quit
1: yeah and (laughs) on top of just like a shitty labor market like it's so hard to find people right now but i'm like that's not that's out of my control like i can't control the climate of the late like labor can't control covid and the effects of covid like i'm not gonna sit here and Deny an opportunity because of COVID.
0: COVID.
1: And because the talent market is, it's it's atrocious right now. Like, we literally cannot find people to work. So, I'm like, well, that's not my fault. I was presented with an opportunity. And this is a legit opportunity to take my strong skill set and apply it to help a company. Like...
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, it was like, it's a bigger role. I don't know. We and you have been talking about a lot about this today. Just kind of like, uh, what, what is the role of a, a career? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, is-
1: my thing is like, if you're not being challenged anymore in your job, and that's what fulfills you, that's what fulfills me in my job. I have to be challenged. I can't do the same thing over and over again. I lose all interest, and then I'm like, and then I'll feel like a half ass work because I'm tired of doing it, yeah, I have to constantly be challenged, and if you're not being challenged in your job and that's truly what fulfills you in work, then it's time for you to move on to other things, mm-hmm. and that's what that was the point that I came to, yeah, when I accepted the other offer as I wasn't being challenged, and I'm like, dude, like people leave their jobs all the time, <laughs> like this is. This is normal. Like people do this all the time. Well, it's like
0: that thing I read the other day. It was like uh, you need to. I can't remember the article. And I don't know if it was actually like written legitly because articles these days are just thrown on the internet. Mm-hmm. But it was saying like if you don't leave your job every like two to three years for a pay raise, mm-hmm. you're gonna miss out on X amount of money.
1: Yeah, it's true because the I've fastest seen way it. to make more money is I've seen it <laughs> firsthand in multiple jobs that I've been in people who are hired externally and not internally come in making more than what they would hire that person internally. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Definitely happens. So.
0: Meanwhile, Sonic is paying uh, at most $10 an hour.
1: Yeah, they need to.
0: I love that sign. If they
1: want the help, they're going to have to pay a little bit more. Especially McDonald's. uh, Literally. A block over is paying fifteen. dollars That's an my hour. favorite.
0: That is my favorite sign on uh, on the street where all the restaurants are because it says it's we are hiring jobs paying up to ten dollars an hour.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. I will go to McDonald's and make fifteen dollars an hour.
0: Well, they better be making fifteen dollars an hour if they're charging for sauces now. No, that's so crazy. God, I can't believe they're
1: tra- they're charging for. Sauces. I don't know if
0: she was messing with me though
1: i don't know but that is literally the most bizarre i'll be like well i will literally go buy a thing of sauce and just well
0: it's like chick-fil-a was like low on sauces for the longest time meanwhile they're selling buckets of it at the food i don't know <laughs> so you can like, buy it at the grocery
1: store now um yeah
0: what what fast food restaurant do you think you could work at
1: I don't think I could work at any. You don't place. think so? No. There's
0: not one that you... Uh-uh. I'm still trying to imagine you at the grocery store.
1: I, I lasted four months at Foodland. What did you do there? It was my very first job. I cashiered.
0: How did you quit? Did that Was that a struggle?
1: Uh, I just <laughs> literally was like, I'm, I don't want to work here anymore. I was like 16.
0: So you were just a cashier? <laughs> yeah. Did you wear the little collar shirt and everything? I
1: wore the polo and then I had to go get khaki pants.
0: Wow. Issues. Did you have a name tag? Mm-hmm. Did people like how do you pronounce it? Um,
1: not that I can recall. I did have to deal with some really, I mean, just shitty people about their groceries.
0: God. I want to start a podcast where it's just retail stories.
1: Uh, I'm the type of person though that like there are some things that I just in my lifetime that I hated so much that I blanked them out and I literally they're blank memories. Like I yeah. can't even remember it. Yeah. I can only remember tiny bits and pieces of working at food line. And yeah. I, I know I worked there for four months. I remember when I went in there mm-hmm. to ask for a job application, okay. I wore like this tiny little spring dress. It was like bright <laughs> green. It was like kind of short and it was like spaghetti straps. And I remember I walked in there. I was like, do you guys have applications? Like I remember it specifically. And then I just remember I was like, Four months, almost four months in, I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm anymore. just
0: imagining the six month veterans sitting outside on that bench smoking. Like, this <laughs> not, this girl's not going to last. Right. <laughs>
1: but the, the food line that I worked at, like everybody that I freaking went to high school with yeah. basically worked there.
0: Hey, guys, we're going to take a second to hear a word from our sponsor Alamance Coffee Works, the world's greatest cup of coffee. I've ever had. I never used to be a coffee person until I drank Alamance Caffeeworks. Alamance coffee Works or AKW, is all about connecting through coffee, offering coffees from all the major producing regions to making local connections. AKW wants you to enjoy coffee with other people. And if there's one thing we all need in this world, is a good connection with some other people and a good cup of coffee. What makes AKW unique is that they do three things well. They roast their own coffee, They value creativity in creating amazing seasonal offerings while staying true to the coffee and building relationships with people and local businesses. And as an added bonus of the Cooler Conversations podcast, listeners of this podcast will receive 25% off at checkout when they use promo code COOLER or C-O-O-L-E-R on their website, akwcoffee.com. Me, personally, I love their Mexico brew. It's like a chocolate, hazelnut. It's very smooth. It's probably the best cup of coffee I've ever had. You know, I, I Again, I never used to be a coffee guy until I drank Alamance Coffee Works. So, again, if you guys want probably the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my entire life, you want to go to akwcoffee.com, use that promo code COOLER, C-O-O-L-E-R. Get that 25% off and have probably the best wake-up gift that you can do for yourself, a nice piping hot cup of coffee. Big thanks to Alamance Cafe Works, and let's jump back into the show. It's kind of how I feel uh, blanking out when I remember that I used to work at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs>
1: two weeks. <laughs> the two weeks you worked there. I worked there for two weeks. I always weeks. forget that you worked there.
0: I always do, too. I don't even put it on my resume. Because yeah, you
1: shouldn't put it on your resume. It was two weeks.
0: It was two weeks. You should not. I went through training, and let me just go ahead and say, I, I don't want to get in trouble here. There's a lot of frozen food. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of frozen food in there. It's not fresh. Wasn't that fresh, at least from We're what fresh. I saw. Also, let me just go ahead and say, they're mean. These people are cutthroat oh. in there. I'm talking about, not talking about staff, I'm talking about the people. Oh, I'm sure. They're worse. They're the worst people. Yeah. But you know what's wrong with Buffalo Wild Wings? Mm -hmm. It's where middle schoolers go.
1: I went there in high school.
0: Well, high schoolers, middle schoolers, they go there with like a a blank credit card. And then they order the most ridiculous thing. And then they don't eat at all Mm -hmm. because they want to get the hot wings. And then they leave it there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what I hate? You know what I really hate? I always do this when I go to the restaurant. I always make sure that I stack everything together. But it's not like a plate on top of sauce on top mm-hmm. of, you got to keep it clean. But these people, monsters. Yeah. They put it on top of bones. Then they put the bones on like the on the blank tray and then they like shove clean things on there. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm sure Lauren definitely has some things to say about working God, in the restaurant industry. I, I imagine. She worked at Harbor Inn for like ever.
0: Do you think she blanks it out though? <laughs> <laughs> she might
1: blank some things out but i mean her worked there for seven her, years <laughs> uh i know she probably had some crappy people you know to deal with but i feel like she was there for so long and because of the clientele that goes to harbor Inn, it's probably a little bit different. what
0: job do you think you had the most fun at
1: uh when i worked at tannon gallery for sure why because i was friends with everybody that worked there we'd like go out it drinks and then the the owner was like literally like family to
0: me if you could make a living doing that would you work that job
1: mm.
0: like let, let's say you worked what you did but it was enough money to afford it would, the rent, I, it, I enjoyed
1: the job because you still the friends I there. like the people that's what i'm saying you
0: still your friends there
1: and i made what i make now
0: you make enough to live no comfort- you wouldn't do it no what no Uh, My ass would still be a lifeguard if I was.
1: (laughs) No, thank you. Just to live comfortably? No. I would not.
0: No? Nope. You don't want to live comfortably enough to be watching Jersey Shore every night until about 9.30 and we're like, well, it's time to go to bed.
1: (laughs) No. When I think you say live comfortably, I'm thinking like 30,000. No.
0: Damn. You put numbers on it. She's too good for your (laughs) 30,000. I'm just
1: saying like you can't live comfortably on 30k by yourself you cannot
0: i'm saying me and you
1: i mean it would be hella tight okay a hella tight budget
0: what's your dream job then
1: my dream job yeah i have no idea you have no idea nope
0: high school trained you for this they train you to have (laughs) a dream job
1: even grown adults don't know what they want like their dream bob job is dream bob i think it's hard to say because you constantly change your interests change
0: some people according to my grit book you shouldn't be changing. You got to stick with it. That grit book that you bought Kudos to Cheeks. It's a big mm. kick in the ass. Yeah. Makes me feel like a piece of shit. You uh you want to think about doing something else? You're just basically not gritty enough. Mm. You can't do it. You can't hang. You can't hang.
1: Kind of sounds like the dip.
0: Maybe they all just say the same thing. The dip is like, you
1: want to do something else, then you, if you can't stick it through, then you quit. But, you can't quit something that you're really, really good at. You know, like, I don't know.
0: I'm done reading these books after the break. I
1: feel like at the end of the day, you have to go with your instincts and your gut feeling.
0: Well, my instincts are always fight or flight. and It's like, get out of (laughs) here.
1: Yeah, my instinct was to take the new opportunity.
0: Yeah. yep so when uh when are you uh I want you to i want this podcast to be the one where you announce when are you gonna start coaching again
1: um i don't know i don't have a day so we went
0: through an entire year of health coaching mm-hmm. and then the apocalypse happened yeah and then it was like no nah.
1: yeah I just feel like I don't do well with so many things happening and i feel like uh the past almost two years now so much has happened as far as like major events and Mm -hmm. headlines you know it's like that thing it's like that quote where they say like we're getting so much information now like we can't
0: our attention uh, spans
1: we can't comprehend it like it's Mm literally giving all of us anxiety because of all the news that we see and consumed it. Like I get on Instagram and all it is, is it's basically getting onto the news in a social media app. Like people just don't talk about day to day things. They have to talk about the most latest freaking thing. Like whether it's vaccines or COVID or overseas, like it's just, Headline after headline, I feel like I get on Instagram and it's like an instant anxiety because that's all people can talk about is like, I guess, technically politics, but it's just, I'm constantly being fed news and I'm like, I don't want to go in there and feel anxious. So I feel like I kind of fell off the wagon because of everything that's been going on because I can't, I absorb everything. I guess that's mm. the empath in meme, but like when there's things going on around me,
0: is that what empath means
1: like I am very empathetic. I can f- like feel yeah 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 the the weight of like like yesterday, I was like reading all these you know articles and posts and stories of nine eleven and I just got immediately sad which i know is valid you know it's a sad it's a sad day what you know what happened uh in 2001 but it's like oh my gosh it's like every day it's something every single day it's something and i'm just not one of those people who can like consume all the hills that everybody wants to plant their flags on you get what i'm saying yes i can't I can't sit here and listen to yours and yours and yours and yours and yours and yours. yours. Like I can't consume all of that. Yep. My anxiety goes through the roof, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like all this shit has happened in the past year. You have so many people who hate each other and are divided because of their beliefs and their opinions on shit. And I'm like, I fell off the wagon because I'm like, if I get on here, the first thing I do is like consume. And like, I see what people are posting and where people are planting their flags and I'm just, I can't do it. So I've like avoided social media and that was going to be my strategy. You know, when I signed up for coaching, I was like, you know, I'll get back onto social media because that's how a lot of people advertise themselves. I mean, that is marketing these days. And you know, that's how I'll market my coaching. Well then 2020 hit.
0: Oh, that's you know? right, because you went an entire year without being on social.
1: I did. I, the whole year of 2019, I did not get on social media.
0: Well, the world said, welcome back. It literally <laughs> did.
1: I, the fall of 2019, I decided to get my health welcome coaching back, certificate because I was like, you, you know what? I love helping people. I want to help people, you know, in some facet, I want to be yeah. able to help people. And I was like, you know what? I I love learning about health, and I love learning about the body and nutrition and, you know, helping people find their own ways to take care of themselves yeah. and to live a life of leisure, basically. And registered for it, signed up for it, and I paid a lot of money for this certificate. So it's not some bogus, you know thing, like I literally paid thousands of dollars for this certificate. Mm-hmm. And here comes a freaking March twenty twenty. I'm literally six months in to my certificate and I'm like, holy shit. And that put me behind. Because you're supposed I mean, you could technically get it within a year. Yeah. And I had to actually extend mine out like another two months to get it. Because I was so much was happening in twenty twenty That I had to basically put my course on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And then I finally finished it. And then when I finished it, it was like, all right, you know, 2021. Okay, let's do it. 2021 rolls around and it's still the same shit show that 2020 was. Well, then
0: if it's going to be constantly the same shit show, what what is it you're looking for? What do you mean? Well, if it's been a shit show for 2020 and then 2021, and we can assume that 2020 well, I is going to be a shit like show too. It's
1: like, it's so sad that this is how I am influenced, but it's like, I feel like if I put my shit out there for people, you know, to be intrigued in, yeah, I'm being selfish. I'm putting my my business ahead of like the needs of the world, basically. That, but that's literally how I think. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, There's bigger shit happening in the world, and I'm, like, sitting out out here trying to promote my product. You know what I mean? Like, that's how my mind is. And it's, like, I feel like people would think... And that's the other thing is I care way too fucking much about what people think of me. Way too much. Because I'm, like, oh, I'm going to post this, and people are going to perceive it as, like, this bitch doesn't care about what's happening. All she cares about is promoting her, her coaching services. Like, you know, she doesn't care what's happening out in the world. Yes,
0: I do want to... Encourage you to look at my product, so I can <laughs> but afford. But that's things. like
1: literally what goes through my mind, and yeah. I just like worry that people will view me poorly because I'm like,
0: yeah. But you gotta, it's like, you gotta oh, pay. you're
1: going as business as usual when all this shit is happening in the world. Yeah,
0: but here's the thing: is like, I feel like people. I get it. I completely understand. I mean,
1: cancel culture is like ridiculous. So yeah, that's the
0: thing is, if everyone gets canceled, no one really is. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite line. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think I think people are well aware what is what is like truly like, like it's it's, it's all like we always know like my my least favorite thing, which is ironic because you you did it, but I also understood why you did it. Um, the Labor Day sales, mm-hmm. the whole idea of like you know, hey, you know, this day is for people working. Mm-hmm. How about we slap a sale on things so that people can go to work <laughs> and continue to work, and we keep churning it around. Um, but yeah, I mean, people, people can see right through like corporations and their bullshit. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think we, because we've conflated the idea of like what corporate, corporate America does and with uh, what our small businesses do. And then we kind of like, people are going to think that we're doing this, but like the reality is if you're a small business owner, you have to grind all the time. You don't have, you know, billions Mm -hmm. of dollars to take a day off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I think some people the people that freak out if you're like promoting yourself, they're they're not buying your product anyway. Yeah. They're ridiculous. True.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and it's then I'm just kind of like I'm so disorganized in my mind cuz I have so many tabs open that I don't even know how to approach it on my social media page. Like Yeah. You know, because I was always when I started blogging it was always like you got to put yourself in a box. You got to put yourself in a niche and you can't, you know, be these five things. You have to be this one thing to attract an audience. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want to just like people come onto my Instagram and it's like just my business. Like that's not my business page, but that's where I promote my services. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I don't want it to be people come on there and it's like, all I'll talk about is like my coaching. I want it to be like my page is a personal reflection of me. You know, things I enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know, how I find, you know, my wellness and the the different habits that I try to incorporate in my life and my lifestyle. Like, I want it just to literally be a reflection of me and not like a product that I put out to everyone. I want that to be an additional part of it, but I don't want that to be the only thing. Whereas like my earring page, like that's literally my business page. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, that's where all my products are. But I don't want, like, my Twi of Life page to be just solely about coaching. I want to be able to talk about other things I enjoy. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. I just, like, I am an overthinker. I overthink everything. It's ridiculous. So, but I have had, like, two people, two um, of my current coworkers reach out to me about doing sessions again. And they're like, you know how much are you going to charge cuz like you know i would be interested in doing another 12 week session with you and i was like i haven't even really thought about it so yeah so i have to like you know take those steps of all right you know becoming a a licensed business you know so these people can sign agreements and you know waivers and whatnot so that i can yep. make sure that i'm saving myself and whatnot so
0: well the re- I think the reason so just to kinda of give everyone a clarify why I brought up the fact that Twee is looking into starting up back up her coaching again to make make that money. Is we're gonna start a, jo- a short house. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh we watched the the scariest movie I've ever seen in my entire life last night. What was it called?
1: No Madland.
0: No Madland is is a horror movie. This is the scariest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Imagine a world where you, when you get older, are not guaranteed health care or social security, social security. Which is going to be us. Retirement. <laughs> and you have to fend for yourself. You have
1: to survive, basically. Yeah.
0: Basically, the future that us millennials have been told for years is going to happen. And then, it, to me, it just came into fruition. I don't know, again, I don't know if this is 100% true. But what did you tell me the other day?
1: I read somewhere that the Social Security benefits are going to be up by, like, 2034.
0: Or 2034. Yep. This, that thing that they always told us is going to happen, and we were like, oh, yeah, yeah it'll happen when it happened When they put a date on it, yeah. I instantly was like, oh, shit. Oh, Shit! What'd you got? Hair. Hair on the mic. Yeah, it's blue. Yeah, dog hair. God, dogs. But yeah, yeah. It, it's the scariest thing in my brain right now. So all I can think about is multiple sources of income.
1: Well, if you are while I'm to watching be Jersey
0: Shore and wasting my very time,
1: financially stable, you should have multiple sources of income. Well, yeah. So we've that's, had this discussion. We
0: have had this discussion many times, but then it's like, what do you do? Well, you
1: take the first step to get one additional stream of income.
0: Yeah, I know, but then it's like... What's really great is when you
1: have passive income. And passive income is like if you were to coach and you had online online courses that people could take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do any of the work. You've already done it. You've already done it. Yeah. And people just pay for your course and they do it on their own time.
0: Closest thing to passive income that I have is my savings account. Gives me forty three cents oh every month. <laughs> <laughs> That's right uh, now what my passive income is. My
1: goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think that you know we should look into other.
0: Doesn't that scare you though?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: We might have to. It scares to in a me to think
1: that. Like <laughs> that doesn't scare me. I don't. I don't think that will happen. Yeah, what scares me is awesome. like we won't get to enjoy retirement. We'll be working until that, we die. That
0: that poster of what retirement life is supposed to be like.
1: Yeah, like I want to be old and I want to drive my little Mazda Miata, little convertible. No, you, that's not my dream car. I want my Punch Bug.
0: I was gonna say, I want my vintage what Beetle. Switch up did you do on me.
1: <laughs> no, I saw like all the older people driving their oh. little Miatas today, but no, I want my little Punch Bug. But actually, I don't want a convertible Punch Bug. I want like just a
0: just a normal a
1: normal. Vintage Beetle.
0: Yeah. Well, we better get that income because you ain't going to get that. <laughs> Either that or you're going to live out of that car.
1: Yeah. So, need to set them financial goals. It's a
0: good movie, though.
1: It was good. It was very, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for.
0: Like Wanderlust? That's wanderlust.
1: I, like It was just very, the scenes were very pretty i guess well, Oh yeah know.
0: it was very well shot mm-hmm. wide yeah, shots yeah, yeah.
1: really good shots
0: cinematography was yeah. excellent
1: yeah because there wasn't like a whole lot of really not a whole lot of acting
0: there wasn't a whole right. lot of dialogue yeah yeah
1: it was just the shots that were really pretty
0: even the amazon <laughs>
1: yeah the amazon warehouse amazon
0: warehouse yeah I, th- I think that scares me too is the idea that like you're I mean that was more because they're just driving vans mm-hmm. all over the place, just to kind of give an idea what happens in the movie. Just to it's kind about of, nomads. It's, it's about nomads.
1: Know, I think people, most people, know what nomads. I don't think are. people know what nomads are. Okay,
0: people that travel from place to place. They don't have. They don't put their their bed up in one location, mm-hmm. in the form of van living, mm-hmm. which is something that I love to talk about on the podcast. So shout out to uh, Ross Monster Van if we can ever get you on the podcast. Um yeah, van life, just traveling. Essentially like uh pilgrims going pioneers? around. Pioneers.
1: I think that's what you meant.
0: What I say? You said pilgrims. Pilgrims travel.
1: Yeah, but I feel like that's not a good term. But Why? Like pioneers is better.
0: Pioneers and pilgrims. Pilgrims literally traveled the ocean. Okay. Seeking refuge. All right, well, nomads. Nomads.
1: They're just people surviving. And
0: the reason they did it is because uh well, multiple reasons, but the main character's reason is uh their city shut down. Literally.
1: Well, there was a plant that was there and the plant shut down and therefore there were no more jobs, so the people had to move out. So the the city became obsolete.
0: Yeah. They got rid of the zip code. Yep. Doesn't exist anymore. Real story. It's True crazy. story. But yeah, that scared the shit out of me, so now all I can think about is how do I make money? And obviously I mean, really sh- good shout out to you guys that are listening on the podcast. But it's not that much
1: <laughs> as
0: far as income yet. Yeah. Yet I'm gonna say yet because I'm gonna I'm gonna manifest it. I'm gonna put manifest start, it. Put it out there. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna do some put manifestation. What yeah. else are you gonna do? What else? Uh, I have some ideas.
1: Um, of streams of income.
0: Wait a minute. Talking about streams of income.
1: We want a venue, not. For us to get married, oh yeah, but to have other people get married at, so they can pay us that to would rent be, the venue. Let
0: me tell you what—that'd be the ultimate thing to like, you know, annoy the shit out of our friends and family.
1: To have a wedding venue have and a, not be married. Correct.
0: <laughs> Own a wedding venue, gorgeous venue. Yeah. Never get married.
1: Never get married. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll become ordained. We'll do. We'll do everything. Oh,
1: that'd be hilarious.
0: That would be hilarious. That would
1: be us. We would do some shit like that, honestly.
0: TNT Ranch.
1: We would totally Explosive. do something like that.
0: That yeah. would be funny, though. Yeah, it would. Wedding venues. Um, you know what I thought would be cool? Mm-hmm. You get like a giant area, and then you build a uh, a building in the middle of it with a bunch of picnic tables. It's got a roof over it that extends far beyond, and then there's a road, like a cul-de-sac almost around it. And then food trucks are there. And you literally have a location for a food truck rodeo, just like the old school food courts.
1: Mm. You like can in have the mall.
0: Yeah. And then you could have like pop up and boutique like every weekend, but like literally have like a location. Mm-hmm. So basically a mall without the mall. Cause then once you leave, you can just be with something else. Yeah. Something like that would be cool. Gotcha. I don't know what else.
1: I feel like you could only really use it for food trucks, though.
0: You could have venues there. Just, it's basically venues.
1: So, like, like the one thing that's in Charleston.
0: Yes. Like downtown Charleston. Yes. Where like the market is. 100%. Because if people, I don't know where you'd put it, because it's got to be a place where people are constantly buying things. Can't, that's
1: what I'm saying is, like.
0: Can't slap one of those in Burlington. No, like, you <laughs> couldn't
1: put that in the middle of nowhere. Like, people, no. yeah.
0: I would open a t-shirt shop. Jersey Shore oh
1: my gosh
0: <laughs> literally that's all I want to do I want to be a venture capitalist which I found out I've been saying the wrong thing for the longest time hmm. I kept thinking so I kept saying the word uh, philanthropist like I want to be a philanthropist okay, n- no <laughs> that's the opposite <laughs> it's literally the opposite philanthropy is uh, giving to charity yeah <laughs> and I'm over here like yeah I want to be a philanthropist want I make so much money <laughs> And I say it with the straightest face. And people look at me like, oh, okay. I didn't realize I was saying the wrong thing.
1: You're an idiot. <laughs> and you're the one who like knows all these big words. I know. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh.
0: I, yeah. I I was saying it. I said it to so many people, and people looked at me like, oh. They wow. didn't stop me.
1: Wow. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my I want to be a gosh. philanthropist and make so much money <laughs> <laughs> Wow So now I know that's not what it was
1: No, definitely not <laughs> Would be a
0: cap- venture, venture capitalist, <laughs>
1: capitalist. <laughs> Oh my gosh
0: I don't know why I didn't Google I literally Googled it and the first thing was like Here's some charities near you and I was like Yeah,
1: philanthropy. it's usually charity work
0: Do you know what it is? Mm. I watched that Avenger movie and Tony Stark said Philanthropist in his oh line gosh. And that was the first thing that came to my mind <laughs> So I was like, oh, I would be urban. Yeah, I would be <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! I'm gonna God. do what he says. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do ultimately?
1: What do you mean?
0: Do you want to be a venture capitalist too? No. No. Mm-mm. What do you want to do?
1: I don't know. I just told you I don't know what I want to do.
0: What you don't want to do nothing?
1: What are you talking about?
0: What if? What if you had all the money?
1: Not talking about dream jobs.
0: Not talking about dream jobs. Okay. Because you had all the money. Huh? Would you work at, like, a part-time job? Uh, yeah. I thought about this. I would have to, I think.
1: I if would I, do something that I didn't hate, though.
0: I don't know. I kind of like the idea of being filthy rich, not telling this, like, telling them, and then, like, not showing up for my shift sometimes.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Like, we're going to fire you. shitty employee. We're going to fire you. Okay, fine.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know where I would work, but I would have to work a few hours a week. Yeah. But it would be, maybe it would be like something where I like just help people with admin work and stuff. Like I wouldn't want to do like a lot of work if I was filthy rich.
0: Nothing? You could be like a Walmart greeter.
1: No, I'm saying like <laughs> I would like work for like a small business and do admin work.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Like
1: easy work. I'd come in like 15 hours a week. Not even that.
0: Damn. <laughs> you want hours. <laughs> You make millions of dollars, you still want that 15 hours a
1: week. Oh, or like 10 hours a week.
0: I'm showing up for a shift. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Oh, wow. Now I was talking about like working two hours a day. Uh, okay. Like helping out a few hours a you, day. You want benefits from them too? No. I will be able, <laughs> able to pay for my own benefits, so.
0: I found out... Um, I literally found out what you're supposed to do if you win the lottery. Mm. This is for everybody. If you win the lottery, you should... Definitely. And we've always talked about this. You should definitely build like a legal team. But you should put money. I've told you this. You should put money into a trust. Mm -hmm. Have the money go to a trust. And then have that trust form a business. And then have that business pay you as its only employee. Mm -hmm. That way then if someone were to come after you. Let's say they find out you made billions of dollars. And they try to sue you. They ain't getting that money. They got to sue the business. Yeah, But the business can't do anything except just pay you. Mm. That's how you do it. Gotcha. So in the off chance that you win a million dollars or a billion dollars.
1: First thing I'll do is hire a lawyer and hire a financial advisor.
0: 100%.
1: That'd be the very first thing that I did. I'd be like, you tell me what I need to do. What would be the smart thing to
0: do? Do you quit your job immediately?
1: Um, I think I'd
0: be in shock.
1: Yeah, I think I'd be such in shock it would take me a little bit. I take like some PTO, take some PTO yeah <laughs> I would take me a few days and then I'd be like okay I think I need to put in my notice
0: yeah I think yeah I don't know if I could like I don't know if I could stay but mentally I would quit there.
1: and then I'd go and immediately travel I would spend a month in different places 100%
0: really yes you would immediately start blowing your money
1: <laughs> I would travel yeah where would you go um I'd want to go to the Pacific Northwest okay. and the West Coast. Okay. So, like, Northern California. Yes. And then, like, Washington and whatnot. I want to go to the Grand Canyon. I'd want to go to, like, I don't know why. I'd want to go to, like, Montana and stuff. Well, See I know why. There.
0: It's beautiful there.
1: Yeah. But, like, I'd want to go there. Big sky. And then I want to go to, um, basically, overseas. I'm going to go to. To Greece. I want to go to Italy. I want to go to Ireland. I want to go to New Zealand.
0: All right. Well, this year you've already spent a million dollars.
1: I want to go to. And I, I wouldn't like just, you know, book a $10,000. Like, I would try and be frugal with it. Oh, uh, okay. Like, not stay at like expensive places and not just blow money like no other. Um, Definitely go to Vietnam. I'd want to go to Bali, um, Japan, Tokyo. And
0: do you have these like written down? These are very specific and you're saying them really fast. Like, I've always thought about this. These okay. are places
1: i literally always thought about.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'd have to think about it. Like, you're just naming off. No, these an are Atlas. all places
1: 100% I'd, I would go. I'd be like, yep, going.
0: On. Going. On. Yep. 100%. Yep. Would you send money to your family?
1: Yeah. I would take care of my family. 100%. If, if I was a, one a billion dollars, yes.
0: So if anything less than a billion. <laughs> <everybody's> <laughs> no, if anything.
1: I won a shit ton of money where I could like take care of them and, you know, take care of myself, yeah. Mm. I'd pay off their house and get them updated vehicles. Cuz they're still driving their which yeah. I, we learned the other day that Barry's truck is now considered a classic. That's true. It's on the verge of being an antique.
0: Antique vehicles. That's the saddest reality to me is realizing that vehicles when I was born are considered Pla- antiques.
1: Yeah, classic and antiques now.
0: <sighs> that means we're antiques. Yep. That's insane um, to me.
1: Yeah, I would one hundred percent take care of my parents. Nice. I'd pay off I'd pay off my dad's house. Which one? My dad in Kentucky. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Or get him in a house.
0: Do you think your dad would still work if you had him like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know. He probably wouldn't go to the salon. He would like... <laughs> he would still do things.
0: Yeah. I don't know what I would do with the... I mean, I know what I'd do. I'd be a philanthropist. Mm. 100%. Oh, gosh. 100%. Well, thanks for being on the podcast today. it's already time. Yeah, it's already time. I found out that these guys stopped listening after about 40 minutes. So we're going to cut it short. All right. Do you have anything to add? No. All right. All right, guys. I, for some reason, just hit the wrong button. Guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. This was the Cooler Conversations podcast, the culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. Um, Tweed, do you have anything to add? No. You have nothing to plug? Nope. All right. Later, guys. (laughs)